Hi. Before this episode gets going, I just want to ask you to do me a huge favour. I would love, whatever platform you're listening on right now, I would love for you to just pause this episode, go back and follow or subscribe, rate my show. And if you're a regular listener, then I urge you to leave me five stars or whatever you deem appropriate. And where you can, leave me a written review. This really helps my reach, helps others find me and really helps to grow my show. Thank you so much. Now let's get going. Welcome to Love in Life, a guide to a positive mindset. My aim is to show you that the key to a happier and more positive mind is to love the life you have. We will look at tips and tools you can use to improve your mindset. And the best thing is, we'll all be on this journey together. Hiya. Welcome back to Love in Life. This is episode 38, I think. Yes, I am correct. It is indeed episode 38. Now, before I get going, something I've decided to do from now on is just say hello to individual listeners. Um, Not by name, because I have no idea what your names are. But every episode, it tells me where Um, each one has been downloaded from. So this week, I would like to say a massive hello to my listener who has become quite a regular, I've noticed. Um, So if you're listening from Hawaii, I'm saying hi to you this week. Thank you so much for downloading my episodes every week. I really, really appreciate your loyalty. And I would love for you to reach out to me and just say hi. You can obviously do this in the usual ways that I talk about, but it'd be great if you could, um, if you're on Instagram, just send me a DM and I'd love to hear from you. I know, obviously, um, we all think, you know, anywhere we don't live is an amazing place. I've always loved um, the thought of Hawaii, like, and I just love the fact that I have a listener in Hawaii. So hello and Oh, I bet I'm so jealous. I bet it's amazing where you live. I'd love to hear from you. So um, yeah, please do reach out. I can't wait to hear from you. This week has been a bit of a crazy week. So um, I th- I'm sure we all have weeks like this, but we all have weeks where it's a busy birthday week for us. So I had Craig's birthday this week and I have also, it's my dog's birthday today as well, which, you know, I know she's not human, but we like to make a fuss of our dogs on their birthday and buy presents and things like that. Um, And then it's also Alfie's birthday on Saturday. So this Saturday come in, he's an April Fool's baby. So it is a crazy, it's been a crazy week for me. I'm still not finished. Um, But yeah, it has been a bit crazy. So we took, I took Craig to Bath for his birthday which is only about 40 minutes away from me but whenever we go there we always say what a beautiful beautiful place like we just don't use it enough Um, but the thing is if we used it more then we would probably take it for granted wouldn't we just like we take Bristol for granted I think Bristol is an amazing place but because we live here um, we just don't use it as much so it is such um, a pleasure to visit Bath when we do, we have such a lovely time. There's so many different beautiful things to see. Um, so yeah, we had a lovely time. We were only there for about 24 hours, but it felt like we were there for a few days, which is always quite nice. So yeah, 
we had a lovely time celebrating. That was just the two of us for Craig's birthday. My parents um, very kindly looked after the children for me. And my nan, bless her, looked after the dogs for me. So, yeah, I'm so grateful that I've got people around me to help out when we want to do things like that. So that is why this episode is late this week. Thank you so much for bearing with me and um, allowing me the flexibility to be able to post whenever um, I can fit it in because normally I am very strict on myself. I normally record every Tuesday to post on Wednesday morning so as you know exactly when to expect to hear from me but every now and again it's just a little bit more convenient to be more flexible so thank you so much for your flexibility I really do appreciate it so on to this week's episode so obviously the title of my podcast is love in life a guide to a positive mindset I want to focus on the love in life part of that today As I've explained to you in the past, the reason why I, well, and I say this in my intro every week, the reason why I have named this podcast Love in Life is because I truly believe that whatever shit anybody is going through at any time in their life, there are always things that we can be grateful for and there are always things that we can enjoy in our lives. Now, we all at different points, different stages in our lives have things happening to us that make it less easy to see the positives in life. However, if you just take time, sometimes just five minutes to concentrate on um, focusing on what positives you have got in your life, then I do truly believe that we can all find great comfort in this. And Sometimes it's tempting to think of it as a competition. Like I could think, oh, well, you know, I'm so lucky because, you know, I've got all my family around me. I've I've been blessed enough to have two children. Um, my husband's got a good job. You know, I could be very tempted and it is very tempting sometimes to think, um, I don't have a right to think that I have shit going on in my life. But the thing is, we all have different lives. Everything is relevant to us as individuals. So something that one person might find really shit is not necessarily something that somebody else would deem shit because they've got different shit going on. You know, it's not a competition. We all have different challenges to deal with and like I said each one is relevant to us as individuals and I know this might be really triggering for some people because it's really easy to compare our lives to other people's lives so I am going to ask you to try not to do this because we find ourselves going down a sort of victim mentality when we compare our lives to other people's lives. If you hear about other people's lives and you start thinking, well, that's all right for you to say because I've got this, this, this and this going on. We're focusing on the things that aren't going right in our lives. So when you listen to this today, what I ask you to do is not to compare your life with my life, your life with your neighbor's life, your life with your sister's life, anything like that. I'm asking you to focus on 
the lovely things that you do have going on in your life, regardless of whatever shit you have got going on in your life. So today I have five tips for loving your life. Tip number one is something I've gone on about I don't know how many times so you probably know what I'm going to say but it's the most obvious place to start. So the first tip I have is gratitude. Write a gratitude list. If you can do this every day, if you can start your day off every day by writing at least three things that you are grateful for and like genuinely grateful for then you have got a great life. You have got things to, good things to focus on. You have got a reason to love life. So even if you are unhappy in your job, you should be really grateful that you have got a job because there are so many people that are struggling to find jobs. So many people that are struggling to pay their bills, especially in this particular time that we're in. There are so many people that are struggling to pay their bills. So whether you've got a job that you love or hate, be grateful that you have got a job. If when your alarm goes off in the morning, you think, for fuck's sake, I need to get up and go to work today, then if you are able to flip that around into a gratitude mindset and think, thank fuck I can get up and go to work today. Thank fuck I can pay my bills Thank fuck I realised that I hate my job so much that it gives me the incentive to maybe go and look at my experiences and maybe use that to find another job. If you've had an argument with a parent or a partner and it feels really hard to try and love that part of your life, then I urge you to write a list of things that you have got to be grateful for for that person, for that relationship. And I bet you, you can find things to be grateful for. Whether it's things they've taught you about yourself or others, whether it's things they've provided for you. By focusing on the things that we are grateful for, it quite often allows us to see that the hardships that come from um, tough relationships usually come out of some form of love But whatever realisation you come to from doing a gratitude list about this particular relationship, and this can also obviously be done for any aspect of your life that you're feeling particularly, finding particularly difficult at the moment, then be grateful for that. Be grateful for that realisation. Because then it quite often becomes clear what you need to do about it. Just before I go on to tip number two, I just want to warn you that I've just given the dogs their... Um, birthday balls, the balls that we've given Rosie for her birthday. Um, but they, oh, there we go. Um, they're squeaky. So every now and again, you might hear a squeak in the background. If it gets too much, then I'll obviously get rid of them. But I just wanted to warn you, that's what it is. And Hugo sounds particularly piggy-like when he's chewing a ball. Okay, so tip number two for loving your life. And this follows on quite nicely from gratitude actually writing a gratitude list but tip number two is to be present and the thing that got me thinking about this was a post that I saw on Instagram I think it was a reel and it was a, a lady holding a baby and it said imagine in 20 years time or in 10 years time whatever 
imagine in 20 years time when your kids are grown up and they don't need hugs from you anymore. They don't need to ask you for tea anymore. When the house is tidy every day, you're going to miss them. They're not going to be around anymore. They're not going to need you like they need you now. So that is a real eye-opener for me, um, is to be present and appreciate the things that you've got now. Because, excuse me, because sometimes it is annoying when the boys are constantly asking me what food we've got, what's for tea, when they're constantly asking me to drop them off, pick them up from places. But when they don't need that anymore... I know I'm going to miss it. And this can be applied to so many different areas in our life. So, you know, if it's a bit annoying that you have to go and check on your elderly neighbour, imagine how you're going to feel when you don't have to do that anymore. Without me saying the obvious. It's going to be really sad when you don't have to do that anymore. You know, this can apply to jobs as well. So if you, at the moment, you feel your job is really mundane and really boring, then, you know, when you have your promotion in two, three years time or whatever it is, imagine how much work you're going to have to do in order to have earned that promotion. And there's probably going to be times when you look back and think, God, I had it easy then. God, even though it was boring, it was a lot easier. So whilst, yes, there's other things that we want in life, just always be present. And this is why it ties nicely to gratitude. But be grateful for what you have at this particular moment in time. Because when it changes, there's going to be things that are different about it. And there's always going to be challenges that come up, whatever situation we're in. And just remember, one of my favourite sayings this too shall pass. And however it's worded, however it's phrased, it's just something I like to remind people. So whatever challenges you do have going on at the time, just remind yourself that it's probably not going to be forever. Okay, so tip number three. And this is one of those that, you know, I quite often say, just because I'm saying these things on my podcast doesn't necessarily mean I'm an expert in these things. This is one thing that I need to do more of. So tip number three is about self-care and it's to look after yourself before you look after others. And I know this is something that's easier said than done, especially when we've been raised this way like I know a lot of us are told and you know we still probably tell our kids now and thinking about it we really shouldn't but to please other people like you know when you're at a family gathering and you're trying to get your kids to say goodbye to people to say give them hugs and kisses goodbye and you say come on give auntie Julie a kiss otherwise she'll be upset but your kid doesn't want to and it is quite embarrassing. But when we say that, we are asking them to do something that they don't feel comfortable with. We're asking them to put other people's needs before their own. By telling our kids to please other people, essentially what we're telling them to do is not to look after themselves before we look after others. We're telling them to put the needs of others before our own. 
And I'm sure we can all think of an incident when we were kids when we were asked to do something to please another adult. And God, if we've been taught to do this as kids, then obviously it's really hard to get out of this habit because it's ingrained in us. It's something that we've taught ourselves to do. It's become a a habit for us to do is to put others' needs before our own. But when you put it like that, putting others' needs before your own, like how... I don't know, I can't think of another word, but how silly does that sound? Like, why would we not put our own needs first? Like, who is the most important person in your life? Obviously, it should be you. Because if you weren't around, if you weren't all right, if you weren't happy, then how the hell can you expect to look after the needs of other people? And I I think, I do think that we are taught in quite an unhealthy way that it's, heroic or you know that it's the right thing to do is to put other people before us like especially when you have children or you're married like we feel that we should be rushing around making sure that everybody else is okay and we forget about our own needs so I want to flip this now and I want to say prioritize your own happiness And that's not a selfish thing to do because imagine if you are this super happy, bubbly, positive person, imagine what a knock-on effect that's going to have on other people. And you don't even need to go to any effort to do that. And if you're able to, think of a time when you have been like that. Think of a time when you have been really happy and positive and really bubbly and like sunshine to people. Think how much energy you've had. So with all that extra energy, then you have got more energy to do things for people, to look after other people. But the reason why you've got that extra energy is because you've looked after your own needs first. So let's all make a pact that we're going to put our own needs before anybody else's. Because if you're not happy, how can you expect to make other people happy? And this goes out to all those people pleasers out there. I see you. I am one of you and it is really difficult to um, put your own needs first because you always think, well, what if so-and-so is not happy about that? I just want everyone to love me. I just want everyone to know that I'm doing the best for everybody. And yeah, uh, this is something I will admit I find really difficult to get out of, but it is something that I am aware of and I am really working hard on. And I would love to say that in two years time, I'll be looking back and saying, I'm a former people pleaser. I now know how to put my own needs first. And I'd love for you to say the same as well. Okay, um, tip number four, and this isn't going to be for everybody. So, you know, if you want to ignore me, that's up to you. But be the first person up in your house. I love that I'm the first person up every morning. I love that I've got at least half an hour to myself in the morning. Well, depending on what time Craig gets up. But I have at least half an hour, sometimes even an hour, to sit by myself, to read, before I have the dogs coming down, snoring, before I have Craig coming down, telling me what news he's just been reading about. Do you know what I mean? Like, I love that little bit of peace and quiet before... I start tending to the needs of everybody else. 
it is a time when I can truly put myself first because there's nobody else to worry about. If you find it difficult to get up early or to be the first person up in your house, then give yourself a reason to get up. Give yourself something to get up for. Because let's be honest, if it's to have a little bit of extra time to clean the kitchen or do the washing or answer some emails, that's not really much of an incentive to get up early, is it? I don't know, maybe it is. Whatever floats your boat, whatever you find gets you out of bed. Like something I heard the other day, actually, is, you know, think of the times when we're going on holiday And we have to set our alarm for like three o'clock in the morning so we can be at the airport for five o'clock in the morning. Do you have problems getting out of the bed then? No, you bloody don't. You are straight up out of that bed because you've got, you know, you've got something fun coming. So whatever it is, think of something exciting. Think of something fun. Think of something you like doing to get you up out of bed in the morning. Only you can answer that question. But have that in mind when your alarm goes off. Don't hit the snooze button. Think of that reason and get up and enjoy. Enjoy that time on your own in the morning. No distractions. Let me tell you, it is absolute bliss. And actually, like my incentive for getting up in the morning, and I must admit, this has gone a little bit stale. So my next piece of advice was going to be to... um, when it goes stale to find a new reason but so my reason is um, to enjoy time on my own in the morning to read um, to meditate you know but it's almost become so much of a habit for me now that it's because it's part of my daily routine without me even thinking about it it's not exciting anymore so I need to think of another reason that gets me up in the morning because it is starting to get a little bit like oh maybe I'll hit the snooze button Um, maybe I'll just do 20 minutes reading instead of half an hour so when it goes stale find a new reason and then my final tip tip number five for loving your life is be around the people that make you feel like sunshine I don't really need to say much more than that You all know the people that when you've spent time with them, you come away just feeling happy, feeling motivated, feeling positive. Make more of an effort to be around those people. We've all got people in our lives who don't make us feel like that. And I'm not saying don't be around those people, but just make more of a conscious effort to be around the people who do make you feel happy, positive and make you love your life. So there we are, my five top tips for loving your life. We all have times when it's not quite so easy to remember what good shit you've got going on, but I hope you find my top tips um, helpful. Anyway, I'm off now to do my evening job of mum's taxis, which, as I said earlier, I need to embrace and be in the present moment because in a few years time they're not going to need me to do that and I will miss it so I'm going to make a point of enjoying doing that tonight please come and follow me on Instagram and don't forget 
when you finish listening to this, if you haven't already done it, don't forget to follow me, subscribe or whatever your platform allows you to do and leave a lovely review for me. I would really appreciate it and love you forever. Okay, I'm off now and I will see you next week. Bye.